This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank uh, you. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergaff. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast once again. Today, we always like to wrap up the week and head on into the weekend with our friend Jeff Ash, who's been with us right from the beginning of the uh, podcast and Heritage Bank, uh, where Jeff is at, the fine sponsors of the podcast. We always appreciate that, Lefty. And, well, uh, you know, it's December what today? The 8th of December. And, That's right. And now, while I wasn't ready to go out in December and play golf, you were. Yeah, yesterday I saw... <clears throat> I think it was actually Rod Olson. You probably know Rod. Yeah. Uh, he likes to post about his golf outings, which is daily. <laughs> <clears throat> and I saw that he had played in Atwater. So kind of jokingly yesterday in our our, our uh, Eagle Creek group golf text, I just made, they were talking about everything under the sun, ROM and whatever, you know. It's usually always very intelligent conversation. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, and then I just kind of jokingly said nobody's playing in Atwater today because a lot of those guys now have kids playing um, sports so they can't just go and not ever. Get out you as know. much, yeah. <clears throat> I was kind of the older guy where I had kids doing that and they could all go and probably play yesterday. So anyway, I made that comment. Nobody said anything to it. And then my phone rings and it's Andy Jake. And uh, he said, how soon can you be in Atwater? <laughs> I said, well, I don't have any of my stuff and I'm sitting in my office. He said, well, uh, we're going to go over there. We can chip and putt for a while, and uh, him and Eric Means, and he thought maybe Bart was coming. So I said, ah, geez, it's December 7th. I got to do this. It's so <laughs> nice out. I'm really not that busy. So I bolted home, got my stuff, got over there and joined them on the uh, sixth tee box, I think. Yeah. And uh, it was gorgeous. It was so busy out there. Was I, it? I think Great. It was, yeah, I think it was about $25. We had to wait yeah. for shots. Not anything bad, but, I mean, it was sure. just that busy. I, did you finish 18 then? We, well, you didn't personally, but did they? Yeah, but we actually played another nine after ah. that. So I played 24, no, 23 holes or so, and those guys played 27. Yeah, nice. So um, you, towards the later in the afternoon, it wasn't quite as busy, so you could get around pretty quick. But, yeah, it was a blast. I mean, I hadn't played. I can't honestly remember. I probably was at Eagle Creek was maybe my last round even. I don't know. Um, but. I was a little rusty to start, that's for sure. <laughs> Used my driver as a sand wedge my first couple drives. So Andy kept saying, he goes, Ash, he goes, I think it's just timing. I'm like, you you think? You think? <laughs> you think I got idiot marks on top of my driver here. But, <laughs> but no, we got her going. We got her going, and it was it was a good time, and it was fun to feel the – Fun to feel the club hit the uh, ball again. And yeah. Especially to be able to say, that's what everybody was saying. Geez, can you believe this? December golf. December 8th. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and if you look at the forecast, I think there's honestly next week supposed to be in the 40s again, too. So, I know. So I know, I know he was talking. He goes, well, yeah. if the weather's good enough, we'll probably be open again. So Wow. I'm That's a little nippy for me. Oh, like, it wasn't nippy at all, though. I know, but it's... I said you could have worn shorts. As dumb as that sounds. For really? One of the, we talked about this last week, you know, that tough guy that... Yeah. I'm wearing shorts. You could have gotten away yeah, with it. Because yeah. as long as your you know, head and hands and things like that aren't cold, it really doesn't matter. You know, yeah. the shorts thing, it doesn't. And your feet. Yeah. And that wasn't an issue at all. I threw on a stocking hat for the last nine, but I, yeah. I don't have any hair. So yeah. <laughs> so that was part of it. But, no, it was very comfortable. I just had a, a pullover on. I think I just had a fleece on is yeah. all I, that I was wearing. So I 
thought it was great and uh, it was fun to play so yeah for you not for me yeah uh, e- just, everybody's different that yeah way. yeah snow is still out there playing wherever he can too yeah. Bolson, he hangs it up like Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, he's more hunting and fishing after that. I'll play as long as I can. I just don't want to be uncomfortable at all. And I realize I may not have been, but I kind of checked out in my head on the golf yeah. season. Already, and that was so. part of it, too, yeah. for me. I was like, well, I haven't gone. I've had, we've had such good weather that you could, you know, for some of those guys, they've been playing literally every chance they can. Yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, we were talking ice fishing last Last Friday, we were talking about ice fishing, and that's still obviously in play. Uh, the weather's hurt the ice around here a little bit, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're it's kind of crazy, and I I love it. And the point I was going to make is the fact that okay, so for at December eighth, for sure, for another week, we're not going to have anything crazy for weather. So we're getting to the middle, almost to Christmas time here. So if we can get through December and no snow, I mean, yeah, a little dusting for Christmas is nice, but yeah. Then maybe it's just January, February. I don't I know. know. I would sure I like a short winter. Shorten it up. Unfortunately, uh, it seems as though when we have a late arriving winter, it's late to leave, too. Yeah. You know, last year was kind of similar. Well, we had winter initially, and then it got mild for a while, and then it hung out no, a long yeah, time last spring. Ended. So I hope that's not the case this year, that Me we too. just have a nice short winter. That would be great. So you briefly mentioned it. John Rahm goes to the Live Tour, mm-hmm. number three in the world, reigning Masters champion, um, probably the, I don't know, I was going to say, is he the biggest name to go? Uh, since they all left initially, I would say yes. Even He's yeah. bigger than Cam Smith. Uh, Cam had won a major, but he didn't have 11 wins on tour uh, like John right. Rahm and dominated at the Ryder Cup. And there's more to it than just the money for Rahm. They're saying he gets to own his own franchise, well, that means he wants to pick his own guys, yep. right? Well, I'm going to guess he's going to take a team from the PGA Tour. Right. And he's going to have, there's going to be four guys leaving. Uh, and we will know them all, uh, Rom in particular, obviously. Uh, and right before they're supposed to have the agreement worked out uh, by the end of this month. I mean, okay. I, this is a pressure move by... Uh, by the PIF, the Saudis, to put as much maximum pressure on the PGA Tour. Because apparently the PGA had been hearing from other investors potentially. So the Saudis kind of said, no, you're not elbowing us out of this deal. Mm -hmm. We're just going to take your guys unless you come to a deal with us. Right. So the Saudis are the bully on the block, and they're flexing their muscle. Well, and I saw a, I don't know if it was a tweet or a post or whatever this morning that talked about the fact that he – you know, with his exemption for the majors because of his Masters win, too, that for him he can still yep. scratch his itch of the PGA and be in all those major Playing tournaments with those guys. Yep. And, um, you know, everybody's – and I – you know, the way he talked against Liv to start, you know, that he wants to play with the best players. He likes yep. the PGA. He likes the history of it. But then I, the thing that I read, or and it might even been Andy that shared it in our group today, but um, was about – that how he can still do the Ryder Cup and the fact that just the the whole backing of the PGA isn't the same as when he made those comments. You know the things that are going on within the PGA, yeah, are everything making, has changed. Are making him a little more uneasy about it. So yeah, I mean, and we were all talking <laughs> you because I did. I uh, went to the hockey game last night yeah. because a lot of those guys have kids playing, sure. so yep. I wanted to go watch them. Yep. Anyway. Everybody is standing around there, especially guys from our cloth, you know, like the golfers are and the competitors. Mm-hmm. It's like you're telling me if so-and-so bank offered you whatever or the so-and-so radio station or whatever you – however you want to coin it, 
and said, if they're going to offer you that kind of money, that how do you say no to it? Right. You know, I mean, there's only so much tradition. There's only so much loyalty. Yeah. Um, when you look at your family, which we're all selfish people, when it comes down to it, it's like, what's good for me? What's good for my family and my immediate? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah that's great for my employer and whatever else, but what's good for me? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard not <laughs> to. Instant freedom for the rest of your life as far as far as like financial freedom yeah, yeah. of course there's things that go with it but you're like yeah. oh, look at your bank account and and even outside of the money because he already was worth yes, a couple he hundred always, million he already had financial freedom that's right and and his and his family probably he had sponsorships anyway uh but for him i think it's as much eight of the 14 tours are uh across the ocean now there is one in saudi arabia that's not europe but it's six tours based in europe six in the united states so he's a little closer to his home country in Spain, although he's lived in the U.S. for years. Yeah. He was vocal about how things have changed on the PGA Tour. Now there's 20 of these events he's ex- uh, going to be required to attend. The elevated events and then the majors, of course, he would want to go to, obviously, on that. And all in a more of a compressed time schedule. And he was saying, you know, that's got to change. I don't like that. Well, and he just had a baby, too. Yeah, so... Oh. It's a lot of other things, too, I think, for Rom, for his quality mm-hmm. of life. And he looks at it as, hey, I proved, you know, I won two majors, I won 11 PGA. And I think that he uh, probably believes in us, hearing from others, that if he comes and he brings a team, that's going to bring the PGA Tour to the table and they will get a merger done and they will start to get World Golf ranking points. Rom is a smart enough guy. I don't think he would do this strictly for the money. That's obviously a big motivator. But uh, but I think there's other things behind the scenes that we don't know about that he's helping to facilitate here. And I wonder if you know he struggled. Down, he had he was invincible to start the year. Like he was going to win. I'm like, is this guy going to just win every tournament? Yeah. He's going to do things Tiger didn't even do. Yeah. But then he really faded down the stretch. You know. Yeah. So you just wonder what Got was tired. all tired. Oh, that and what was all going on. You right. Know, behind the scenes negotiations. I mean, this stuff doesn't just happen overnight for right. six hundred million dollars. He's been talking to them for right. since the whole thing began. Yeah. I would guess. But he's he's resisted until now. And what's changed? The money hasn't. I'm sure yeah. it isn't that much more than they offered him initially. What's changed is the PGA Tour's reaction to live and the things that they've done with their schedule. And now they're allowing Rory and Tiger to start up a team golf thing that's virtual uh, that players are part of as well, which is just copying live golf and their team golf aspects. So I think he's been watching this closely. He isn't enamored with how Jay Monhan is handled as commissioner. Yeah. And he said, look, they're, they're going to be in business with Saudi Arabia as well. Why shouldn't I? He is not helping the PGA's argument or no. their side of it. He's just not a very good leader at all. It so. doesn't seem like it. No. And I don't think there's that respect. At least, you know, like when you look at Norman and stuff, it's like you can say whatever you want, but you know he's a guy that it's like, well, I'll get it done. Yeah. And, you know, just jump on my back here, you know, whether it's my money, the connections I have for money. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, those guys all have a lot of money, and they can become – you know, partners in a lot of different things, but that kind of money, you know, he maybe has aspirations to owning more than a golf team, you know, right. he might want to get in, who knows with the whole soccer world and everything else, you yeah. know, there's probably some major ownership things yeah. and other, you know, basically for being an entrepreneur that he wants to be and do things. Yeah. I mean, it's mind blowing the money. We can't even really fathom. We can no. talk smart about it, but yeah, but yeah. And the, he's probably other than Cam Smith at the time, you know, he'd probably be the one you could say is in his prime, you know, like, He's a favorite every week on tour. A lot of those guys in live, you know, unfortunately, yeah, they're a little bit top-heavy, but 
it gets pretty bad after that, you know, as far as guys that I don't even know if they'd be competing on the PGA Tour weekly. Well, so yeah, but you could put together a pretty doggone good 12-man team. I'd like to see, uh, you know, they would be the second-best tour. They're the second-best tour. They're ahead of the World Tour. Mm. They have much better players and, and at the top especially. And, uh, you know, obviously not as deep because they don't have a 100 and some players on their tour. But but I would have the PGA Tour as the best. And then Liv is second, especially now the addition of Rom, mm-hmm. because people only watch the top 10 or 12 players anyway. Who cares about the 40th ranked player? They don't move the needle. They don't bring eyeballs to the TV. They care about the stars, of which Rom is a huge one, of which Kepka is a huge one. Bryson was, but he disappeared. He's not kind of, um, you know, where he can... Uh, cross paths and keep the thing going on their own. Liv saw that they haven't gained traction in the in the U.S. on television. That maybe they think Ram is the answer. What really is the answer is they need to do a better job with their TV production. It's painful to watch yeah. the announcers and how they present it. And I don't mind the pylon they call it on the left side, but it's it's not what people are used to. They're saying they're modeling it after uh, Formula One again, a European based professional athletic league. This is more European-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Norman's an Australian. They're playing tournaments in Australia as well. So uh, it's, it's, it's more European, and, and they may have a harder time catching a TV audience in the U.S. because of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've tried to watch it a few times too, and it's just something is missing about it. It's yeah. not the same. The announcers aren't as good. Yeah, their on-course announcers are horrible. Yeah, I mean, absolutely terrible. They need to up their game in terms of production, but they can't get anybody in the U.S. really that serious that'll produce it. They can't coax ESPN, right. the Golf Channel, anybody like that to. Uh, you know, produce their events, so they're going to struggle with that. Yeah, this is quite a big announcement when you're just starting the, you know, obviously Lib is kicking off all their stuff. I've seen all their little cheesy team things, you know, and everything. But um, same with PGA, you know, we're turning the clock here, and then it gets into, well, here's a brand new season. How is this going to look for? Starts in January. Yeah, for, for the FedEx and everything else going into the majors. I mean, before we know it, the Masters and everything else are going to be here too. So, but. Those majors, you know, we talked about this a lot. I like the fact that they include all those guys, like, again, selfishly for just viewership and for myself, my enjoyment of watching the Masters and the U.S. Open. I like having all the good players. Need to have the best players. That's right. And it proved it that last year, you know, because Bryson was in it. You know, Kepka's in it. A lot of those guys are in it, and you just have to have it. Yep. I just I hate all the separation of it and how it's kind of dividing it. You know, that's the only thing that I try to equate it to another sport, and there's just nothing like it. You know, yeah. nothing in the professional sports world is there really. You know that you have. You know, they tried to bring along pro football leagues a couple yeah, of times. Was, At the AFC and the NFC. That's once the NFL and the AFL. That goes back to the '60s. And obviously, it's the big deciding factor there is the money, yeah. the backing of the money, because yeah. they were always the you know stepchild of the NFL, and yeah. it was just kind of. Oh, this is on. To, I guess I'll watch it for a little bit, you know. You know, the men's tennis tour had something similar to this uh, rival fra- factions about a decade ago, and there's still a split tour yeah. uh, for professional <laughs> tennis, too. So it happens once in a while, but nothing so high profile. Right. And where, you know, they just don't have the best players together often enough. It stinks that the Saudis came along and decided to do this. But they have, so what are you going to do about it? And mm-hmm. I just think the PGA Tour hasn't handled it very well. And they knew this was coming in advance, and they did nothing in advance in terms of uh, taking care of their star players to make sure that they would stay, to resist the advances that they knew 
were coming. They did nothing until after uh, the Live Tour came along. Then all of a sudden, the purses increased and everything. It was all reactionary. Again, a failure by the PGA Tour leadership and Jay Monahan in particular. It's interesting how Rory got out of his position too. Yes, you know and. Yep. Not that he doesn't have to deal with this, but he's really backed off. Yeah, what does that smell like? <laughs> Smells yeah, a little like he's being offered half a billion dollars I too. S- I haven't seen any uh, comments of his yet, but it'll be interesting to see what he says yeah. and how he handles this. And Tiger probably too. Yeah, because obviously I think a lot of those guys are so much tied in with Tiger. Yeah, you know that if he says no or whatever, I mean Tiger. You know, none of them need the money, but I'm. I'm a life is relative person, so you know their 200 million is our 20,000. So mm-hmm. it's like for them, it's still relative to the lifestyle they live and the money they spend and whatever else, you know. So it isn't like 200 million, 600 million. I'm like that's that that's their difference, you know. That's mm-hmm. their difference maker. So for Tiger, you know, it's just like his can't be the money. I can't even imagine all the places that he touches, you know. That yeah. and he's got so many things going here that it would seem like. It would be. It seems so awkward for him to leave, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he could health wise. But it's it's just going to be interesting to see what he thinks about all of this and what the comments are because obviously he's been totally against it. Mm-hmm. Um, but those guys are so tight with Tiger that that's got to be a thing. Which Rom, I'm sure they're buddies or whatever. Yeah. But some of those guys are tight. You know, JT and Rom is tight with Mickelson. That's where it goes to. Mickelson yeah. recruited him to go right. to Arizona State all those years ago, and he's been close with him ever since. That's a big relationship yeah. thing for Rom there too. Yep. Tiger was offered, I've heard, eight hundred fifty, nine hundred million dollars, right, when Liv got going, and he said, No, it's the PGA tour. Because he's already probably a billionaire, uh, as it is right now, plus he wants to stay on the PGA tour. Credit to him. But he needs to step in here. He has a huge voice in the game. He needs to get the commissioner replaced, get somebody else in there if he has that power. I don't know for sure, but his influence, you would think he could at least move it in that direction and get this thing settled and get all the best players playing together again. I think there has to be a merger uh, at this point. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know what the answer is there, but it's something's got to happen. And, you know, for us, I hope, you know, we just sit back and eat our chips and watch, right? you know, watch. And wish they'd all play together. Yeah, I wish yeah. we could just watch the best guys, yep. and, you know, yep. and have a good broadcast. Uh, I am glad that they got rid of Azinger or yeah. Tua. Thank goodness for that. I'm not but. a fan of the guy they brought in, though. Who? Another European, uh, McGinley, Paul McGinley. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's okay, but, yeah. you know. I get it. Yeah. So, LFT, uh, any, what are you doing this weekend? Out of town? Yes, I'm actually heading back to Augie. Uh, we're going to, uh, the Mavs, Carter's. Old alum, or alma mater, where he played basketball for. They were playing at the Pentagon against Augustana. So we were going to go watch that. Some parents asked if, if we wanted to get together and go and do that. And then um, I'm excited to go and watch the wrestlers, the Augie wrestlers on Saturday. They were huge fans of the girls in volleyball, and I got connected to those guys and always always had a connection with them after the games and stuff. We'd always talk smart and told them that we're going to come and watch, so we're going to go watch them at noon on Saturday uh, wrestle, and that'll be exciting too. I used to love watching some of my classmates in high school wrestle, and you don't think about it that much, but even like I love watching like the Big Ten tournament and stuff. I mean, I get like choked up watching those guys, the the competitiveness and the fire and energy that they have and just sheer will is pretty cool to watch. It is. Yeah. All right. Uh, Safe travels. 
Thank uh, you. I'm off to Alexandria tonight for girls basketball, so All we'll right. have that here on KWLM Lefty. Thanks. Yep. Have a good weekend. Jeff Ash joining us here on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.